enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone, your end-time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone. The prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Hey, how y'all doing today? This is Brother Phil here coming to y'all at 12, at 1130 uh, at night. Um, Hopefully um, cooler hairs will prevail because I'm not the nighttime type of person. But I decided to come... uh, on today to talk about Bible prophecy. But before we um, talk about anything, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you, God, and we thank you so much for this opportunity. We praise you and thank you and we honor you for giving us a chance to live in a country like this. And we thank you, Father God, that you uh, control all things. Father God, and everything's appointed. Everybody who's listening to this radio show um, was not here on earth by accident. God has put them there, or put him here, put them here. Uh, and we pray for you, God, to be with us on this radio program tonight, and that your word will prevail and your word will not return back void. We pray for everyone out there that will get something out of this. Uh, according to your word, and your word is powerful. Your, your word is your word is awesome and glorious, God. And we thank you so much in Jesus Christ's name. We pray, Amen. So um, we are are on Justin TV. Uh, we we we're, we're delayed on Justin TV. Uh, and what I mean by delayed is that I can never get this thing to work accurately. Uh, it's always like a delayed action. I think I need my apple. Uh, I have to get it out of the shop. Uh, me and my wife needed some extra money to go on vacation, so uh, it, it got butchered. It got it got ransomed. Uh, so I need my apple back. <laughs> so, but I'm hoping Jesus come back. I don't need my apple. Uh, I like to just start off first of all by encouraging everybody out there. I mean, do y'all really know what y'all getting yourself into when y'all got born again and Jesus? Uh, you 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 got the King of the Universe, uh, the Maker of all things. He's the Creator of everything, and I don't think we even can fathom how heaven is gonna look. You ever hear hear a kid tell you, or like when I was in the army, you got the young cats in the army, and they say, "Man, that's smooth." Well. <laughs> They saying that about a car or, or about a house, you know. You know how they like those those rims and and they like the you know nice little pads. Well, 
I don't think nobody can fathom heaven. And and when I think about heaven, I think about when Jesus Christ said, In my Father's house there are many mansions. It was not so I want to told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again and to receive you unto myself. And there I am, you will be also. Of course, I'm quoting from my brain, filled in with aspartame. So if uh, I messed up that a little bit, just please forgive me. But um, Jesus is coming back soon, folks. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I heard um, in that scripture he says, "In my Father's house there are many mansions." Now, I've heard people say abiding places, and I heard it even said that in Corinthians, First Corinthians, it talks about we should be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. But before that, he was Paul was explaining that you bury something. And as you bury something, it does not come. It 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 grows, and it does not end up being the same thing you bury. Um, meaning that it it's, it it grows into an apple or orange, but first it was the seed. And um, when I look at this, I, I I'm thinking that the abiding places could be bodies, bodies. <clears throat> but remember, he said that things that are on earth are a mere effect of things that are in heaven. See, we think the opposite. We think of mankind, that we created everything in our mind, and then therefore God has to will his will to us. But uh, everything that we see, even the, you know, the streets of gold, were first formed in heaven. How many people out there know that God created delegation? You didn't have delegation in the army for no reason. You know, you don't have delegation... Uh, in government, you don't even have delegation on the football team or in high school. You have the principal, the principal, principal the teachers. See things, things that that God put in man's mind is is just that. It's something that God, Jesus created all things. So even our thoughts, we get all wrapped up because we invented this and we did this and oh, I got this college degree. Well, He gave you your brain. And he actually put the mechanisms in there so your thoughts can go in compartments and and be scrambled and and it, it, we're a giant computer. Well, I mean, not a giant computer. I guess I'll be giant computer because I'm a pretty big guy. But we are computers. We are we are more sophisticated than any computer, and we're made of mush. See, computers are hard and they're 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 made of silicone and all of this stuff. But we're made of like. Mush, like like we're put together like mud. We're made of dirt, and that's a, that's the amazing thing to me is we're mechanisms. We're 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 we're. I can't even explain it. It's late. <laughs> I I know what I'm trying to say. We're 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 not like hard computers, like man-made computers. We're 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 made of flesh, and that's the intriguing part. How does the brain? What does the brain do? I mean, is it the is the thoughts flow like blood or something? You know, um, wow. But God, I mean, God is marvelous. God is awesome. In my prayers, I don't know how to even give Him glory so much. It's just like an understatement. But you know, I do what I do. But it's like an understatement. It's like this person, this this God. 
I mean, he created stuff just by saying it. Now, I'm, I have a lot of questions for the angels when we get up there. I have a lot of questions. First of all, you know, I want to know who shot Kennedy, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> We're going to be praying for the people down here in the tribulation period, for those who believe that there is a uh, rapture. And that's, that's a glorifying hope. That's a hope. Yeah, I'm, I want to get out of a burning house. Don't y'all want to get out of a burning house? I know I would like to get out of a burning house. I don't want to sit in a house when it burns. This the post-tribber said, wait until you burn, and then you can collect the insurance. You know, instead of just get out the house. Get out the house. You're going to collect the insurance anyway. You know, get out the house. Get out the burning car. You know, it's. I don't want to get out of here because I want to make people think I'm, you know, amazing super, you know, person cuz I'm I'm sitting in the fire and 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 I'm now now I'm a martyr. I'm a man's man or a woman's woman. <laughs> I want to sit in the tribulation period and and get my head chopped off. I mean, I mean, what's what's the idea? What's what's the what's the logic behind that? I mean, there's going to be a lot of people walking around who got murdered and going to be just, as, you know, receiving rewards for that. But I, I'll, I'll stick to the teacher's crown and um, the soul winning crown and the the watcher's crown. I'll stick to those crowns. I don't need the murderer crown. I, I, I'm, I'm a brave person, but that's not on my mind right about now. I'm not I'm not trying to 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 stick around for this. This thing, but you, 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 I hope you guys been watching the news, um, and I think that's one of the things that that makes uh, Bible prophecy so interesting is that for those who read the Word of God and go forward, rather than go forward and then read the Word of God, meaning in Bible prophecy, you have to. You have to read God's word to understand what's going on, and sometimes we still don't understand what's going on. Um, these riots um, that's going on, and 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 they come to a point where they're saying, "Oh, um, America is oppressed us for so long." I mean, you you figure that would come anyway. Eventually, you guys should have been got mad because I know if Americans we were getting oppressed by a country, we'd have been ticked off too. Um, you know. Unless we sleep, and if we sleep, we're not going to know uh, if we're being oppressed by our country or not. But, you know, Jesus has set men free from sin. And technically, um, being in, in bondage to sin is just as worse as being in bondage to in, in the physical realm. Um, you know, God has paid that ransom. And and a lot of people want to go back into sin or or fish around in sin, but Egypt is the land that God tells us to be separate from the mindset. We got these uh, high school kids. You got kids. If you got kids, um, you have um, you have kids who hang around kids. Uh, other kids in their school who have the mindset set of Egypt, um, the worldly, worldly mindset, um, and and we go around saying, well, my, you know, we we we're broken hearted because uh, it's hard to 
to to to rear teenagers and you know pre teenagers and in this world because the first thing your kid wants to say is my 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 friends my friend said this my friend did this my friend and they want to tell us these little stories about their friends and um and then you get these little teeny boppers watching Twilight and all these other programs. And uh, we wonder why, as adults, as the parents, we can't rear our kids in the way they should go. Well, I wouldn't sit there and blame myself. I wouldn't sit there and, and shoot myself in the foot because kids aren't going to listen. Because what did the Bible say in the last days that iniquity will reach its point? And that includes your kid. That includes your kid. In, 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 the, in order to have them come out of Egypt, you're going to have to pray them out of Egypt. You're going to have to make sure we um, – that doesn't mean you come a softy. You know, your kid doing all kinds of, you know, weird stuff. you got to put them in check once in a while. But uh, don't fuss at them and frustrate them. But at the same time, uh, we, our kids are – the devil wants your kids. And not only does the devil want your kids, the devil wants your neighbor's kids. And the devil wants, like I said earlier, your kids' friends. And uh, as long as as long as they are uh, having their philosophies about, you know, what what uh, what church is and and what Jesus is, you know, they're gonna go with the flow. And you have to pray them, you know, pray for them. Because uh, I know I, I read a lot of Facebook um, ads, I mean ads, posts, excuse me, ads. I read a lot of Facebook uh, posts, and, and my heart goes out to parents because I'm a parent. And um, you can't tell these kids nothing. First of all, they're smarter than you are. They act as if they own the paycheck in the house. They pay, They cut the light. They have the lights on, and, you know, they act as if they buy the food. Uh, they act as if they know more than you got. You, you, your thirty-four-year-old or your forty-year-old self. I mean, what do you do with that? And you know, these kids are going to have to stand in front of Jesus and give an account. And a lot of people say, "Well, you're going to have to stand and uh, give an account for your kids." Yeah, I am. I know. I'm. I'm. I fear the Lord. <laughs> he says, "Pray that you are found worthy to escape." And to stand in front of the Son of Man, I, I'm scared to stand in front of the Son of Man because oh yeah, but you got to remember the easy believism, you know, you'll be okay, you know, our sins aren't going to show up, but your responsibilities are going to show up, uh, and and and, I, and 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 maybe maybe your conduct might show up. I just don't see people say well well. Our sins have been forgiven, which I, I believe that and I understand that. But um, if you can, if you repent of your sins, they, yeah, they, they're not going to show up. But eventually, Jesus is going to have to tell you that you were doing this, 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 and this. That's what made it so hard for you to preach the gospel. That's what made it so hard for you to, to sing in the choir. Or that's what made it so hard for you to. To, to live the Christian life because you have weights on you. And he and he's gonna tell you, you know, it took you a while to come to your to your knowledge that I can free you from the bondages and sin, but you you got there. Uh 
And I think that's what he's going to say because if you if you're walking in sin, you're not going to be you're not going to be in heaven anyway. So um, get that out of your system that 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 he's going to forgive uh, you for unforgiven unrepentant sin because he's not. First uh, John one eight and First John one nine, along with First John one ten, talks about someone who has the attitude that uh, they're not sinning daily. Now, can you can you can Jesus justify it every sin? Yes, He's going to justify every sin. But Jesus wants you to have that relationship where your known sins have to you know be brought before Him. And have a relationship where you become cleansed from your sin. You can't live in sin without cleansing, without the shedding blood. You can't. You you can't. You can't live that life and expect. You can't practice sin, folks, and not bring the sin before the Lord and have Him clean you out and clean you up. Um, I'm addressing myself and everybody out there. You know. That the Lord wants to, um, <clears throat> He wants to clean you up, and uh, and they say, well, I'm having uh, addictions. I have sexual addictions. I have alcohol addictions. I have, um, you know, uh, anger addictions. You know, an anger problem or other not addictions, but anger problems. Um, you know, I like to gossip. You know, first of all, you're gonna have to want to hate those. Because remember, Jesus said, if you're not willing to poke your eye out or cut your hand off, and says, why would somebody go into hell, you know, in eternity? You'd rather go in there, go to heaven, you know, than go to go to hell with those limbs that's causing you to sin. Um, so basically, uh, you got to want to stop. And then you want to come to the throne, come to Jesus, and guess what? He's going to help you stop. But uh, I figure a lot of times, uh, like the word says, submit yourself to God and um, resist the devil, he'll flee. That's the pattern right there. That's the pattern for being set free. The closer you get to God, the closer you get to Jesus, the closer you stay in that realm, in that heavenly realm, the the less you're gonna to want to sin. Now, are you gonna sin? Yes, you you can sin. You can become vulnerable because you you take your eyes off the prize, which is Jesus Christ. And when you take your eyes off Jesus Christ, you sin. And so it's just that easy. It's just that simple. Um. Now, it's, well, well, well. When you when you when you when you're feeding your flesh. The flesh is gonna eat. The flesh is gonna want. The flesh is gonna feel. You get you you get to the point where you feel full of lust, or should I say the word horny? What should you do when you feel horny? First of all, you need to get away from whatever's causing you to feel that way. Um, the 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 Bible talks about our integrity. David says, "I I I I serve the Lord in my integrity." I mean, if you serve the Lord in your integrity. First of all, you got to be honest with yourself. Look in the mirror. Am I doing what God wants me to do? Is, is my is my heart sold out to Jesus to a point where I love Him enough, and I and I love my neighbor because you're gonna you're gonna want to be an example. And you're gonna want to have a testimony. Um, if your testimony is shot, 
you're going to have trouble telling somebody something because you're going to feel this thing in the pit of your gut telling you, hey, man, you know what? I feel like crap telling you this if I'm not living it. And sometimes it's good to have that. <laughs> sometimes it's good to have that feeling. You're going to want to feel like crap. If, if you're not going to be honest and in, in, in living your integrity and say, man, I can't tell you nothing. I hate when people try to tell me something, or I hate when I try to tell somebody something. I know doggone well. Now, if I, if, if God has freed me from the from that sin, or if I, you know if I fought with it, sometimes you can talk to people who you, who who have the same problem. But I, I'm telling you this right now, man. If you have a if you have a problem with sexual sins, uh, sitting in front of the TV, uh, sitting in front of the computer. You need to flee those things. Take a take a nice hammer, and just break your computer, and then put a software break all your computers. You got like four or five of them. Uh, you either have those. Four. Look, going to heaven is is like the best thing you can ever want. Um, going to hell is is is, is not good. So. Take your computers out of your house. Get rid of them. Um, this is extreme, but it's worth it. Uh, keep one. Join some accountability groups. Um, make it hard for yourself. Because, folks, you have to go close to the Lord. Turn off everything in your house. Take about a week. Turn off everything in your house. Shut off everything in your house, and uh, go to the Lord in prayer. Stay with the Lord. I mean, read his book. Right? Read his Bible. If you want to watch a little TV, I hate to say it, turn it on and sit there with the Bible. Read. Try to read it. Turn turn, it, turn the TV back off a couple hours. You want to watch a football game? Spend some time in God's Word. Uh, spend some time in God's Word, man. I mean, that's all I can say to y'all. I'm going to take a break. I mean, it's not that hard. It's not that easy. I understand that. Uh, I've been there before, too. But um, I think the closer you get to the Lord, man, the easier it is um, to fight off um, everything. Now, if you look at Ephesians chapter 6, let's look at the shield, the shield of faith. Okay, if you read in the Bible... And you understand God's word, and you listen to preachers and teachers, and, and and but you mostly reading the Bible, and you're studying the real. It's 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 a comparison to the real dollar bill. Uh, the FBI studies the real dollar bill to understand the counterfeit. Um, so, when the real dollar bill is bought to a store, then they then the, the clerk understands that, you know, they, they're even taught, the clerk is taught to put the dollar in the air, and you see, ever see them put $100 in the air and look through it, where they taught that. Um, but the FBI, what they do is, is they study they study the real dollar bill, or the real $100 bill, the real $20 bill, and then when somebody brings a counterfeit to them, they understand right away that it's a counterfeit. So, what you need to do and what we need to do together is we need to read God's word. And then we will understand in Ephesians chapter 6 when the shield of faith. Now, 
in the in the olden days, of course, you know, common sense is a shield, it's a block. It's a it's a defensive weapon. Uh, it can also be an offensive weapon, but because you have to use the, the 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 sword, which is the word of God, and you gotta have faith that you can you can wield that thing. But in order to block messages that are coming in, folks, there's so many messages coming in that's op- opposing to the Bible. Even attitudes are coming in <clears throat> that's opposing to the Bible. Attitudes will oppose. Uh, that come in it's simple like your wife ain't cooked dinner you should just snap at her or you know I feel like going to get a beer now that's not that's not biblical scripture see some people think that okay I got to show the faith so therefore um, I'm going to use you know the the, enemy is going to use scripture like he did with Jesus when when Jesus was taken up to the mountains um uh, he's going to use, you know, Leviticus 25. You know, no, he's not. He's going to use simple stuff like your wife ain't even clean up the kitchen. You should go up there and snap on her. Or I bet you, I bet you your husband cheating on you. You know, that's not scripture. But see, the devil don't use, he don't use scripture all the time. Sometimes we adopt orphan thoughts. You know, you thought uh, how people have been, uh, you know, they adopt, um, uh, uh kids and, and the government pays for it. Well, sometimes people <laughs> adopt the thought. Sometimes, most, a lot of times we're adopting the thought. You see, the shield of faith says that you should love your wife as Christ loved the church. So when that thought comes in, you dismiss it. Or uh, someone says, you know, um, you know, they don't like you. They don't like you at work. Well, even if they're unsaved, the word of God should say, well, they don't, they're not going to like Christians in the, in the last days. So the, the, the faith, the word of faith, the word of the word, the, the shield of faith will block anything that opposes God. Now, it talks about in Second um, Corinthians 9, I think, and it talks about um, casting out imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Now, the knowledge of God is the word of God. So anything that opposes, um, now it says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So the device of the devil is to sh- to shoot you messages for you to adopt. Because the devil, keep in mind, his demons have been watching you uh, for a while. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back uh, as soon as I find a commercial.
October 30, 1991, President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcternan.name. John 14, 6, he says, um, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Let's back up and listen to what he says. He says, I am the way, that's the way to heaven, the truth, which is the word of God altogether. Uh, Jesus is truth. Jesus is the truth. The way, it's the cross between the life the bridge it says the way and the life is bridged with truth um, what did she, what did Jesus say to the woman at the well you must worship uh, God and spirit and in the truth so the and truth is the word of God and the spirit will show you all truth um, um, and uh, you're not going to stop fornicating by ignorance you're not going to stop fornicating through um, through through through, uh, you know, just thinking you're going to flippantly stop. Uh, you're not going to stop uh, fornicating because you don't, if you don't have the will of God, you're not going to stop. If, you, if you're ignorant towards the will of God, then you're, you're not going to stop anything. You're going to keep going. And even if you want, if you want to stop, your will is not going to do it. Your will ain't going to do anything because deep down inside, uh, you don't really. I mean, it's too. It, it, sometimes it's too overpowering. Um, the Word of God talks about keeping God's commandments. Now, He says uh, that His commandments are not grievous. grievous. Um, his commandments are not hard. But his commandments, uh, the the main commandment is when somebody came up to him and they said, Master, tell us what's the most important commandment. He said, love, the God, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. The second one's like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, and if you if you don't have if you if you don't have a Bible next to you, the, the best thing you can fall on that template is this one. Love 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 your neighbor as yourself. And a lot of times, the you know, the commandments, the Ten Commandments, people say, well, you, should we follow the Ten Commandments? 
in today's world, well, can we? I mean, what is what does the world say a bad person is? It's not about being bad or good. That's not what I'm trying to make a point. But when you're cheating on your wife, well, 10 years ago at least, people would think that was wrong. So nowadays, they, when you cheat on your wife or you or you you lie to somebody or you 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 know you dishonor the Lord's day and or you say God's name in vain or if you got another idol besides God, um, you know the world itself realizes <laughs> these days that uh, that's wrong or it used to, but these days they don't. The world nowadays say, "Oh man, eat, 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 drink, and tomorrow we die." And uh, you know, who are you to judge me? Well, who are you to judge me? To judge you? To judge me? To judge you? I made that up. I kind of got lost with that. One. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, folks, you gotta almost want to enter into heaven. Um, it's not a last days ago aim. Um, it's like I say in a few programs. I say it's like shoot, it's like aiming at a put throwing a dart at a wall, uh, throwing a dart at a bullseye. It's a constant run. It's a constant race. Um, the 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 salvation is is a it's a long distance run. It's not a the life is a long distance run. It's not a short distance. It's not a forty yard dash. Only for those who get in right after the, you know, right before the rapture of the church. It's a, it's a, it's a short, it's a, it's a, then it's a real quick, you know, I would love to do that, man. I would have loved to been like, do you serve the Lord? You know, I look up, Lord Jesus coming to my heart and blah, 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 blah. And then next thing you know, dun, 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 you know, you hear the trumpet sound. I mean, that would have been getting in on the ground floor. And then when he gave me those parables of somebody coming in 11, somebody, you know, somebody coming in at 3, 6, 9, 12, you know, you can ask for a better place to come into the kingdom of God. Well, just like the thief on the cross. Of course, it hurts to be up on the cross, but uh, hey, he, can't, he got into the, <laughs> he got into heaven and um, it was all right with him. Uh but uh, what kind of bodies there is he walking around with? What kind of body is is, is your relatives walking around with? And does it really matter today? I'm just kind of curious. See, I, I, I sit around and I, I can't wait for Jesus to come back because of that stuff. I can't really, you know what I can't really wait for? I can't wait to get kids out of harm's way. Um, I, I just hate, hate thinking about you know aborted babies and 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 not even just them I mean babies are being mistreated kids has been mistreated even kids is being bullied i I can't stand when when that when kids are being mistreated um I mean you, you hear about all the um uh you know rings that they got pedophile rings and i mean i I, I can't wait. I can't wait because maybe some people who otherwise wouldn't have turned to Jesus after the rapture of the church turned to Jesus instead of, you know, 
you know, them dying in their sins. Because that's going to be a wake-up call, folks. After the church is gone, it's going to be a wake-up call. <laughs> now, turning to what's going on in the world, uh, there's a lot of things going on. And um, one of the number one things that's going on is uh, the uprising against the United States and, and various embassies across the world. And now it's reached 21 countries. Uh, and I'm pretty sure some of y'all have to be watching the news to figure that out. Um, Israel is still pressed on hitting Iran eventually. Now, you do the math. You do the math. Look how small Israel is. It, it only takes like two or three nukes to do do something in Israel relevant to the big Iran, Persia. That place is huge. Just as huge as Iraq. And um, why would the Israeli government wait for him to... Uh, Amenadinejad to create a bomb that that's going to destroy uh, their country. I mean, the hypocrisy is beyond bearable explanation, and the only thing that's going to make people understand the clarity of the hypocrisy is for them to burn in hell. And I hate to be mean, but some of these American people, some of these American senators and congressmen and presidents are so arrogant that they're thumbing their fists, uh, thumbing their fingers up in God's face, including uh, Iran's president, including ours. I mean, at least, see, on God's time clock, in, in, in God's economy, those who say I am Christian and then they're really not are going to be much more punished than those who say I can't stand Christians. So President Obama is saying in one videotape I'm a Christian and in another videotape he's 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 you know promoting Muslim, the Muslim faith. Look at his um platform. Look at his um the DNC um, this year, what do you think? I mean, you couldn't draw this up. I mean, he's protecting uh, the Islamic organizations, and this poor man goes over here, and he's and along with three other gentlemen get lynched. That's sad. And see, they're sending ships over there to Libya. And um, if you watch Hagman and Hagman, if you listen to Hagman and Hagman or even Alex Jones, uh, they're going to tell you about uh, some insiders have said that eventually uh, President Obama is going to pull a um, false flag. And eventually it was going to be something that, that goes hot. And he and the, and the insider said that he was told that um, Barack Obama said to go hot, whatever that means. 
Now, if anybody missing, if anybody can clarify what I'm saying, then please do. But um, they went hot. Exactly the time. Now, these insiders are saying, a lot of insiders, I can see a few of them. Some of these guys don't get it clear. Uh, but some of these people, like in the Olympics, might have had a uh, heads up. And maybe they, maybe somebody stopped it before it happened. I didn't think I was hoping nothing happened at the Olympics. If you want to be, if you want to, if you want to really be serious, you want to know what I want to. I actually believe, or, or or hope, is that nothing happens until the church is gone. That's selfish, ain't it? I don't want to be part of this. If I'm gonna be taken out, I'm gonna be taken out. For you post tribbers, have fun. You know, I, I mean, nothing. I'm not being mean or nothing. I'm just saying. I mean, wow. I don't even hear too many post tribbers say, you know. I hope you're right. You know how many post tribbers ever told me they hope I'm, I was right? Well, probably like one out of them, like a thousand. It's almost as if if they have this sickening thought of just, oh, I can't waiting for that um, interesting hope in the glorious. Appearing, you know, of the Antichrist. I want to, you know, how Titus two thirteen says, looking for that blessed hope <laughs> appearing of our God and Savior Jesus Christ. Well, they got their own. They looking for the Antichrist. I'm not looking for the Prince that shall come. I, I'm looking for the. I'm looking for Jesus Christ. He's the Prince of Peace. I'm not looking for no Antichrist. Uh, you know, it's interesting to see, to think about who he could be, but uh, I, the Antichrist is nowhere on the scene, folks. If 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 uh, if you want me to bust your bubble, the Antichrist is nowhere to be seen. He has never been in front of a camera before. So how do you know that? Barack Obama is not the Antichrist. I hate to hurt you guys' feelings. If Barack Obama is the Antichrist, then we all have been left behind. There is no pre-wrath rapture. I mean, you guys make me sick when y'all talk. <laughs> yeah, why are you saying that now? You, you're getting fleshly. No, I'm not getting fleshly. You guys make me sick. What's the difference between the first half of the tribulation period uh, missing that? Why can't we just miss that, too? Why do you have to put us just before... Barack Obama enters the temple and says he is God. There is no temple. Well, if, if if four years ago, if three and a half years ago was the time when the tribulation period started, then his second term is supposed to be the second half of the tribulation period? I don't get it. When is he going to the temple? When he gets inaugurated again? The only temple he's going to go into is the White House. If somebody don't blow that up. So, I, I mean, I'm confused. I heard a radio program, which was okay for a minute until they started saying that we were in the tribulation period. We're not in the tribulation period, folks. It's not even close. I mean, well, the tribulation period is close, but they're saying that, for, that there is no seven-year tribulation period. It's just three and a half years. I don't know where you get this stuff from. 
I mean, if the, if the two witnesses is down here and they have to preach the gospel three and a half years, and then they took it up and there's still it's still three and a half years left, and the Antichrist uh, is given forty two months to 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 mess with the saints or destroy the saints or whatever. I mean, what do you get? There is no seven year peace. I mean, there's no seven year confirming of the covenant. I don't, I don't understand what, what, what you guys don't get. Now, do I own the pro, the patents on Bible prophecy? No, I don't own the patents on Bible prophecy. But I'm just saying, I don't understand where you guys are getting this from. That there's not a seven year peace agreement. You'd rather just say there's three and a half years, and it just sneaks up on us. The folks, it's late. <laughs> Uh, so well, I mean, Rosh Hashanah is coming up, and it begins at six o'clock. Uh, and I don't know if it begins at six o'clock Eastern Standard Time. No man knows the day. Now. <laughs> I don't know if it's six o'clock. It starts six o'clock Pacific Time. I don't know if it starts six o'clock Hawaii Time. But the only thing I'm saying is, y'all better get your ducks in order. Right now, what I'm doing is, is, is I'm repenting off of anything I can think of, even if I use the left hand to dig in my nose. I mean, I, I mean, I'm spending time with the Lord like never before. So why are you waiting till this time? Because He could be coming. Rosh Hashanah, whatever year it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. And say, so, are you dogmatic? I don't. I don't I don't own a patent on Bible prophecy, so I can't be dogmatic. But I'm saying that Jesus will come back in the feast, the four first four feasts. He fulfilled the first four feasts when he first came. It was Passover, Pentecost, and Unleavened Bread. And when he comes back the second time, it's going to be the Feast of Trumpets, Yom Kippur, and the Feast of Tabernacles. And the church was uh, created, or the Holy Spirit came down, and um, Pentecost, um, and the church will, and the Holy Spirit will return back to its aboding place and come down a different form. Of course, he says, I will pour it all, my, my spirit upon all flesh. Um, it, it will return back to an old testament type of dealing with the souls of men but um the feast of trumpets or rosh hashanah which is in the new year um for the 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 calendar um uh, of the, the jewish customs and but this is leviticus 23 where god says that these are my feasts um, so if these are God's feasts, we need to take them into consideration greatly. Um, me, myself, I believe that Jesus Christ will come back on a feast of trumpets for his church. And, uh, I have a strong urgency to tell y'all that maybe this could be the year. Um, uh, feast of trumpets will last Sunday night. And it will go into Wednesday night, I think. 
Uh, let me see. Yeah. Um, so it can be any time. Now, it's a time where two witnesses have to come out and look at the new moon, which is they see a slither in the moon, and they will go to the Sanhedrin and declare that this is Rosh Hashanah, this is the Feast of Trumpets. Now, on this uh, this time period, there's a hundred um, blasts, a hundred trumpet blasts throughout the course of the two days. And it is known as the No Man Knows the Day and Hour. Uh, it's one of the names for uh, this feast or the, for this time. And um, some people believe in, in Matthew 24, which says no one no one knows the day and hour, not the not the angels, not not the son, but the, the father only. Well, that's the name of the, the of the Jewish feast. It's one of the names. It's like sort of like I have. Uh, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a brother in Christ. <laughs> I have. I'm a radio host. You know, I can keep going on and on and on, but I have different titles myself. And um, not uh, now, I'm not being dogmatic that Jesus is coming, Christ is coming back in the next two days, but I am saying it's a strong possibility. Um, now, what's going to be happening in in these next couple of days? Let's get into that. Now, the Book of Job talks about the sounding of the alarm. Now, I do believe, now, this is also a call to war, um, a call to get out of harm's way, um, a concealment for the church, but a warning signal for uh, for Israel. Now, it says in um, chapter 2, <coughs> Of um, Joel it says, "Blow ye a trumpet in Zion, and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. A day of darkness, a day of gloominess, a day of clouds and a thick darkness." Okay, let's stop there. <laughs> the day of the Lord, uh, we know in Peter it talks about a day to the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. Um, so that means that the 6,000 years will be appointed to the devil uh, and to mankind to rule themselves. And on the 7,000th year, Jesus will call all things to completion and he will reign and rule on earth for a thousand years. Now, I want you all to understand how the day of the Lord begins. The day of the Lord is the thousand years, remember. Um the thief in the night can be referenced to Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets. The thief part is when, if you listen to, if you if you think about the Jewish customs, Abraham sent Eliezer out. Now, keep in mind, Abraham represents the Father. Eliezer represents the Holy Spirit. So he sends Eliezer out to find a bride for his son. Isaac, and once that found, the bride is found, um, the bride's father is paid a diary for um, can, to to make sure that um, 
the uh, husband, uh, which is Isaac, will come back for the uh, wife. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go ahead and take a break. I'm gonna put on this song, and I'll be right back. Okay. Most of the time 
talking about there's going to be a lot of uh, disappointed believers uh, and uh, I want to read the rest of it but I'm not but um, yeah, he's actually right there is going to be a lot of disappointed believers if uh, Jesus does not come back uh, this time but uh, I like to tell that individual that eventually he's going to be disappointed when he's left behind. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I ain't trying to be mean or nothing, but if this was it, he may end up being left behind because he's not he's not concerned about if Jesus Christ comes back or not. Uh, he's probably got his own agenda anyway. Um, and that's kind of mean to say it, but... Uh, I think a lot of people have their own agenda and uh, they're not worried about if uh, Jesus is coming back or not. But after the fact and after they're left behind, they ain't going to get worried and uh, probably going to end up having to get their head chopped off. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of Christians in heaven praying for that individual. But, um, you know, if that if that's what you wanted, if that's what you want to believe, uh, eventually Christ is going to come back for His people. And like I said, you're right. There's going to be a lot of. I mean, what 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 do you want me? What do you want us to say? You're definitely right. But what do you get? What benefit do you get off of uh, stealing everybody else's? You know, hope that Christ is coming back. Well, I mean, what do you get? What, what what kind of reward do you have? Uh, I'm telling people right now, well, they might. I mean, heck, you might be correct. They might people might walk away from God after this, but I don't think that's the um, where the Bible means some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, because technically you may be you one exactly the one getting seduced uh, to thinking that this world is all it is, or you might be the one getting seduced to think there's a better uh, olive garden on the other side. Um, that's on you. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, I, I can't wait to get to heaven. Regardless, I can wait another two years. I can wait another three. Uh, yeah, and maybe there isn't Christians who are going to wait for that long. You know, I can wait. I'm good with it. I, I will be a little bit disappointed. Like I said, you're right. I'll be disappointed. But um, we think we thought of being peculiar people. We thought of being strange. We thought of of, of being um, um, kind of off the wall because we believe Christ is coming back. But like I told my son, I told my son, I said, you know, that um, we think. That the 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 material world is um, the normal thing, and we say that the spiritual is not. Well, God is spiritual, and uh, if God is spiritual, then wouldn't that mean the material world is actually the the uh, world where it sits in three dimensions and uh, the spiritual might be in millions of dimensions 
And um, so who's the who's the who's the phony and who's the fake optical illusion? Um, it's you know it's material as material as you think you are. You made up of millions and millions of atoms that you can't see. You can't see it looking at your skin. So if you made of stuff that you can't see, who's I mean who's more real? Is it spirits? The spirit in heaven, the spirits are in heaven, or the material world down here, which, like I say, when you're staring at your computer or you're staring at your you know, car, that's made up of atoms you can't see. And nowadays, the atoms that you can't see are made up of something that you can't see. Um, they just found this super, super uh, cell that that they call it the life cell where that's saying that maybe the atoms are made up of even smaller parts. Wow. So um, when we look at um, the world, faith faith um, is something that you believe in when um, it's something that you can't see and, and you, you just believe in it because uh, – Sometimes your evidence. Yeah, sometimes it is evidence. The evidence for me is that I believe that Jesus Christ um, is alive today, and I also believe that Jesus Christ, uh, the Bible says that He did all these miracles, and there's not too many historians that deny He did the miracles, <clears throat> and it's not too many the. Historians to say he wasn't a, a good person or a good teacher, and uh, and they ask the question: Would a good man lie when he says, "I and the Father are one"? Um, no. The question, the answer to the question is no. A, a good person will not lie. So Jesus is God, and um, yeah, Jesus is coming back. Now it says in Hebrews. 11 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, you know, uh, I mean, hey, I'm just praying to God that, you know, things are going to turn out for his glory and not for mine. A lot of these, a lot of these cats, they... They they don't I mean the the population of uh, I mean you know how much fuel uh, that's going to be put on the fire if the rapture doesn't happen this year oh my God you know I mean if I was <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean enough to that I'm just saying you know how much fuel is going to be put on these post trippers fire. I mean, they want to see the Antichrist. They want to see him. They 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 love that. They I mean, they I don't know what they get off on it, but um, and, you know, and I and I'm I'm not dogging out post trippers to a point where I don't. I've I've had people on my network who were post trippers and mid trippers, um, but I'm saying, do you know the fuel to the fire that these people are going to be saying? Now look, see, I told you, this is not going to happen, scoffers. You know, scoffers come in, come both in and out of the church. 
Uh, you got these churches, these mainline Christian churches who don't even talk about Jesus Christ coming back. Matter of fact, I, I, you know, my church is even talking about um, how to um, make sense out of the political, um, you know, realm and also how to make sense out of the, the, the um, I guess, like gay, gay marriage and how to make sense out of, you know, abortion and things like that. And then how to go out in your world and, and, and talk to these people. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, um, I really just tell people, you know, that God loves them. Oh my God! You tell them God. I'm just joking. Look, man. In order to tell somebody that they're doing wrong, you got to tell them they're doing wrong. I mean, you can't just sit there and say, "Well, I agree with what you're doing," or try to be buddy buddy with them. But I think what the preacher pastor is trying to say is the only thing that you can do to win these people is to love them and and tell them the truth. I know I I tell them the truth, you know. Um, I believe that marriage should be between a man and a wife, and I do believe that no one should get an abortion, uh, and that's that. But if if something happens, you know, even if something happens to a point where the baby's going to come out, you know, deformed or or the lady got raped, uh, I have a hard time you know, thinking that uh, they should get an abortion, but that's up to the, you know, individual. What I think is not going to uh, change anything. We come up every four years, we come up with these uh, presidential elections thinking that the world is going to change and we're going to get, we're going to get change that we can believe in and, and President Obama's gonna change this. I'm gonna change, 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 change. They even get uh, Rita Franklin and the senior son changed, and we got shortchanged. That's what we got. We got shortchanged. Uh, ain't no, pre- ain't no president. Ain't no, ain't no governor. Ain't no, uh, not even a new stepdad. Ain't gonna make your life. Jesus is the only one that can change this country back to where. We officially started. I mean, Jesus. If if, people, if we have real believers, we're not going to have all the garbage. We ain't going to have all the garbage that we have between some of the brothers on Blog Talk Radio, some of the, some of the brothers and sisters on Facebook. I mean, I see some of the meanest treads, some of the meanest Facebook posts. You know, especially for those who are pre-trip or post uh, pre-trip rapture. Uh, individuals, uh, there's some mean, mean posts. I mean, mean people come on there. And I've seen some mean pre-tribbers also. I don't have the time for it. Me, myself, people get mad at me. I've heard people say, well, we're not going to have a dialogue between. I don't don't have the time to dialogue between somebody who completely uh, disagree with the word of God. Now, what I do do is... Uh, I'll I'll talk to you, but how long? 
you want me to you think I'm gonna stick around for Sam the shoe shine man to come on here on on blog talk radio or or Facebook and just dog me out as a as a <laughs> I mean when do you stop now some of the churches like even the, even the, even the series that the pastor's doing now is saying you have to have patience but how long even Jesus, I mean, this is you don't you put your your, your pearls before swine. When do you when do you take your pearls back? Everybody wants you to sit there, and everybody want to f- tell you this garbage about oh, you're supposed to have love for how long? I mean, I'm gonna love them, but that doesn't mean I have to. I, I don't have to walk away from them. Okay, it's time. When is the clock? When do you stop talking to the soldier who who keep re- rejecting Jesus? When do you stop? Until they stop breathing, or you just wait till they stop breathing, and then you you you, you just you know, and you just no, you just pray for them. Maybe you can stick in a few more a little bit later, but give them some room. Because I'm telling y'all right now, folks, you can't teach an old dog new tricks and a stubborn dog ain't going to, and then it said, well, you're the salt of the world and you're the light of the, I mean, I'm still sticking to my my thing. Um, somebody told me that, uh, I said, you, you can bring the dog, you can bring a horse to the water, but you can't force him to drink it. And one of the brothers said, you put salt in the, in the thing and he'll drink it. I, I believe that. And I'm going to keep you bringing salt. But salt, you can taste. But I'm not going to bring you salt all day. I'll bring you some light. Light you see from a distance. Salt, you got to taste. I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here on the Facebook and let you taste my salt from a distance. The only thing I can do is pray for you, bro. I can just pray for you. That's it. Um, I love you. But, I, I mean, I... I I got I got people calling me all kinds of names on uh, YouTube. My videos ain't even that good, and and and, and they calling me all kinds of names, especially Islamic dudes. You can tell your brother, a black dude, and he's a, he's Islamic, Islamic, and he's calling me all kinds of. I can tell you it starts with a P. He calls me P head, and you know you can fill in, fill in the blanks. I mean he's calling. <laughs> I'm like, dude, man, what did I do to you? I, I, it, a lot of times I just kind of, it doesn't hurt my feelings or nothing, but I kind of race the comments because it's just ridiculous. I don't have to keep those comments up there. They ain't going to make me no more tougher. Okay, if I leave them up there, what what's going to happen? I'm going to have more people turn off or just read it for, or, or listen to the video of curiosity probably. So I leave some of them up there and I tear some of them down. Am I scared of opposition? No, I'm not scared of opposition. I'm not scared of no opposition. Should I tell you you're gonna go to hell if you if you if you're not serve if you not don't have Jesus? Yeah, you're gonna go to hell. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna sit up here and tell you you're going to heaven. Jesus loves you. This I know. Yeah, he loves you. But you're still going to hell if you think you're going to be you're going to sport as a Christian and then say, "Well, I'm going to go do what I want to do." You can't do what you want to do. You you're not your own. You don't belong to your you don't belong to you no more. You belong to God. Um. So, yeah, to that cat that was just on here talking about some, uh, 
There's going to be a lot of disappointed Christians if Jesus don't come back. Man, you smart. You so smart. I mean, I mean, what else can I tell you? You're a genius. I mean, it's just obvious, isn't it? I mean, it's obvious. What do you want me to do, man? I mean, you're right. You're right is all outdoors, man. Give that. If I had some smoke and smoke and some some confetti and and some bells and whistles, I'll 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 play them right now for you. But I don't. So since I don't have those, I'm gonna go ahead and take a break, and I'll be right back if I can find a commercial. Romans six twenty three says. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prosperous Jesus on Block Talk Radio. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone. With your host, Phil Armstrong, your watchman on the wall, bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European super state, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. Prophecy Zone. We've done two things by this publication. One is wake up the world to the urgent problem. And secondly, it motivated lots, lots of scientists. We have their attention. Let them think about ways in which they can design new drugs, new uh, therapies, and so on. Speaking to your Skype, Dr. Ruth Albert, the editor-in-chief of Science, says the finding that the bird flu virus can jump species and become transmissible among mammals as the result of just a few mutations is a discovery of major importance. He says it's important to publish that information because the world scientists and policy makers must understand it and deal with it. This virus uh, is most dangerous immediately in Indonesia, Vietnam, China, places like that. And uh, if we decide we can keep this information in the United States, this is, this is a terrible diplomatic problem for, for everybody. Whenever you do research that involves infectious diseases, there's the possibility of what we call dual use, namely significant benefits from the research, as well as the possibility of some risks from the research. Dr. Anthony Fauci is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. He says the research is important because it provides a better understanding of an evolving virus and the possibility of spillover infection, in which a bird virus infects a human or another mammal. 
Experts say this is a research frontier where concerned scientists must have access to major findings by other scientists in order to move ahead faster. Because in nature, the virus is already doing what we're trying to figure out it's doing now with the experiments. So if we don't do any experiments, the virus is just not going to go away. It's here, it's a clear danger, it's a present danger, and that's the reason why we're doing research on it. So far, H5N1 is seen most commonly in ducks and chickens and has only infected about 600 people since 2003. But when it does affect humans, it has proved fatal, killing about half of those infected. Experts say information on the genetic makeup of the virus must be widely shared. Those working to develop drugs for this virus must know what it looks like, its adaptability to humans and the extent of its transmission from animal to human and from human to human. Vidushi Sinha, VOA News, Washington. Listen to like Alex Jones, uh, you know uh, Ron Paul, and 
and and um, Gerald Salente and Lindsey Williams, who has insiders, Hagman and Hagman, uh, those guys, they believe that we're heading for a cliff. And for people to say, like the brother said tonight, well, we're going to be disappointed. Hey, I'm not. I, hey, I, if, if if I can, I'll pop. I'll pop my finger, and everybody will be in heaven, like Billy Billy Graham said. But that's not going to happen. Billy Graham. Billy Graham is getting too old. They need to retire him. I I, lo- I, I like Billy Graham, but man, you did all that preaching for that long, and now you change your mind. And you know they put up a. You know they put up a. Uh, a protection shield for Billy Graham. We need to pray for Billy Graham that, you know, they should have enough sense to take him off if he was getting old. They came up with the press release that he was just old. I mean, it does. But um, we need to pray for Billy Graham that that he really don't mean what he was saying. He says that everybody, everybody, regardless of their Muslim, Buddhist, or whatever, will go to heaven. You know, that's not the case. And 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 Mr. Um, uh, what's his name? Robert Schuler was. Oh, I'm so amazed. A wideness. Now, did the Bible not say broad is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life, and few will find it? Where broad is the way to destruction? I mean, come on, man, for real. So. Uh, what I'm saying is, okay, we're, I'm hoping the brother's wrong. I'm hoping he's wrong. Is too. Bo- no, I ain't gonna say that. I'm hoping. I'm hoping he's wrong. Uh, for the and I, I, I think he's on to something. I think there're gonna be some people who fall back once again because last year that happened last year, and um, I, I read some Facebook threads, um, where. One is this lady was like, well, he didn't come back, so I'm mad. So I'm going to do something else. And, and surely being, I haven't seen that chick on the <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing at her. I'm just, I, I mean, I, I happen to agree with the brother, even though I'm sort of just like wondering why he doesn't have hope that he's going to see his Lord. I mean, that, and that's what's frustrating about mid-trib and post-trib is they're looking too big. They're looking, looking too um they're looking too much at at the world and what's going to happen in the world rather than looking at you know Jesus Christ who is our savior um and uh you know i i i showed you hate to be down here and that that one um uh, audio file i just got to playing with about the bird flu flu man that's 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 going to get nasty in the first half of the tribulation period. For those who believe that the tribulation is seven years, that's going to get really nasty itself. Uh, and, you know, I, I myself don't want to be here. Uh, and I'm and, and if you had any sense, you wouldn't want to be here uh, in a burning house. And the reason why I think people who, who believe all this stuff is kind of kooky is because they don't even tell me they help help them right. That's the ridiculous part of post trippers and mid trippers. They don't ever tell us. They only I've only heard like two people ever say that in the history 
of me talking, even since 2009, since this radio program, I have not heard anybody say, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Nobody, but two people at the most. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really hoping that, um, People will look up and people will look towards Jesus and not want to be down here because you see the lynchings, you see the lynchings of the of the Libyan um, ambassadors, uh, the United States ambassador to Libya um, get lynched. And um, my problem is, is that many people in the tribulation period is going to die. Uh, is going to, is going to receive murder on them, murder on them. Uh, they're not, they're not folks. They're not, the tribulation period is no joke. You would die for the witness of Christ. The Bible says that they love their life unto death. That means people love their life so much that they were not willing to lose their life for their for Christ's sake. They'd rather gain it. They'd rather party until, you know, like these guys at the restaurant told me, that well, we're just going to party until until then, you know. Now, it says U.S. citizens, US, I'm sorry, U.S. asked citizens to depart Sudan and Tunisia. Huh. Now, um, do do this stuff is this stuff going to get worse overnight? Um, is all these riots um, and these these uprisings in the Middle East, these current ones, are they just going to blow blow over, or are we going to see uh, World War Three in the Middle East in, in, in really soon? And what? And, and, and what's going to be World War Three? Is it going to be Psalms eighty three and um, Isaiah seventeen, or is it going to be just Isaiah seventeen by itself, or is it going to be? Now we know World War Three is going to be all three of these events together. But I'm saying in Rosh Hashanah, if Rosh Hashanah was the time. What would happen during Rosh Hashanah if it's a sounding of the alarm, like I read earlier in Joel chapter two? Well, me myself, I believe that we can be looking at all three of these events in, in, a, in a twenty in a forty eight hour period. So I we can be looking, for, but uh, but the thing is, I, I I'm starting to believe that. Ezekiel 38 and 39 can happen a little bit later. The church can be out of here. Because I used to believe that the church was going to be still here, was going to exit at the same time as Ezekiel 38 and 39 war. And parts of me believe that that's the case. But if you read Ezekiel 38 and 39 very carefully, the word peace is nowhere in sight. And if you read Ezekiel 39 carefully, the Bible says that it takes seven years to burn the weapons. So that's putting us outside 
of the tribulation period, just before the tribulation period. Some people say, well, it's going to happen in the first part of the tribulation period, but that doesn't make any sense. Because the Antichrist comes to confirm a covenant. So why would he double confirm it? Unless he just kicked the Russians' butt and take the credit. But see, that doesn't make any sense because if he if he takes the credit, then the Jewish people aren't going to understand. Jesus, God, tr- trust me, God is going to make it so God will take the credit. God is officially going to take the credit. He is not going to give his glory to nobody else. So that is why I believe Ezekiel 38 and 39 happens before the tribulation period begins. Um, So, what I believe is going to happen in any given Rosh Hashanah, when when Jesus comes back for his church, if it's 2020 or if it's 2012, you will see World War III start. Now, in the history of Jewish uh, Israeli wars, I know that there was one war that started in Yom Kippur on Yom Kippur, and there was a war that started on I can say, huh? What was the other holiday that it, I mean Jewish feast day? Uh, I, I I can't remember, but I know one war started on Yom Kippur. And uh, history could repeat itself once again. Now, there was this wave measure, wave thing, uh, measured in graphics. And I guess what they do is they crunch history together, all in you know, on a on a on a computer program, and uh, it, it measures um, uh, activity as far as world events. So what happened was. When the person punched in the uh, 2012 September 16th, the thing fell off the scale. So, what are we looking for? For I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying the thing fell off the, st- the scale, uh, which was pretty amazing to me. Now, one of the brothers have have a. Um, a map that he just put up, Fire Brother Willem. And uh, he has a map of the um, rioting that's going on right now, I guess, in American embassies, in American. Um, and it's pretty neat because he has, I mean, it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm not going to sit here and count it, but like 20 something, I heard 21 um, states. It says um, the United States uh, is positioning. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I hate when that happens. It says the United States is reported that the United States positioning forces in as many as eighteen locations. It says the U.S. military is positioning troops in as many as eighteen locations in the Middle East that the Pentagon is paying particular attention to. 
the U.S. Okay, so it says, um, let's see, Defense Secretary Leon Panetta said in an interview, he cautioned, however, against writing off the region recent steps towards democracy. Yeah, yeah, he wants to make that clear. The Defense Secretary also dismissed the recent public dispute between the President Obama and um, the Prime Minister of Israel over whether the allies should identify red lines. He says, let's just say when you have friends like Israel, you engage in vigorous debate about how you confront these issues. Um, in other words, blah, 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 blah. It's, they're just politicians, man. And, he, and Leon Panetta is what what he is a politician. All right, that's 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 what he is. Um, it says uh, armada of U.S. and British naval power massing in the Gulf as Israel prepares to strike Iran. <clears throat> now, let's just keep in mind once again. Please work with me here, people. Israel is not going to strike Iran to a point where they, like United States, struck Iraq. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying that, folks, is that Persia is with Russia. Russia is coming as a guard. Please hear me out here, folks. Don't get too caught up. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to wake up tomorrow and Israel has already hit uh, Iran. Uh, nuclear facilities, and they might even use an EPMT, like one of the brothers said. But I'm saying they're not going to completely neutralize Iran. That's not going to happen, folks, because Russia comes down with Iran. Now you notice that Egypt's not there, Syria's not there. Uh, you notice that um, Libya is there. Now, why is Libya there, but Egypt's not? <laughs> There's going to come a time in, in history where Psalms 83 and these nations are in rhythm with each other, and they're on the border of Israel somewhat, in Libya, which is in Africa, are going to come down, because Libya's not, that, see, Libya's not with, uh, I must be tired, Libya's not with um, Psalms 83. There, Libya is with Ezekiel 38 and 39. Now, Psalms 83 is the bordering nations in those organizations around them, like Hezbollah and, and the Palestinians and, uh, of course, it's Gaza, um, Jordan, some parts of Jordan. Um, and some of these people might send limited forces, but uh, like a brother said, I believe that they are uh, – in somewhere in the Middle East, making plans to attack Israel. Now, if you read <coughs> Psalms, um, excuse me, Psalms two. I got to get to it. Hopefully, I don't slip past it. Psalms two, and I'm going to go ahead and read that. Say Psalms two. It says. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine the vain things? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against the anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder 
and cast away their cords from 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 us. He that sitteth in heaven shall laugh. I love this part. The Lord shall have them in derision. There is coming a time when people will sit in some type of a building, air conditioned building, with, with their robes on and 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 off you know, splendidly attire, and they're going to say, let us go and break their bonds, bands from upon, from among us. Let us smoke them. In Psalms 83, it says, let us let's, let's do this. And I think that's what's happening right now, or happened two weeks ago. Somewhere, somewhere in the Middle East, it happened. And eventually, they're going to come down, or they're going to come into Israel and try to blow them out of water. Um, Isaiah 17 will then happen. I don't know what's going to happen or what scenario is going to take place in. I'm just throwing some stuff out there. I do believe that the Antichrist will come from uh, Syria and uh, the Antichrist will wreave havoc on the Christians. Uh, and uh, will bring um, great sorrow to the heavenly bodies because we're going to be up there asking how long, O oh Lord, till our um, brothers and sisters be revenged. The Bible says the Antichrist shall frustrate the saints. Now, he didn't say the Antichrist shall frustrate the church. The church is gone. The word church 19 times in the first three chapters no more mention until chapter 22 or later on in Revelation. So how do you get the church is going to be in the tribulation period is beyond me. How do you get it? Because you got to want it. I just want it. I want to get chased by those giant locusts with, with hair like Barbies and the big teeth. I just want to get chased and I want to get stung so I can't die for five months. Oh, that's just really good. And then I want I want that giant meteor that's supposed to fly in space to, to just go into the water and I drink the water and I choke and I can't breathe and my face blows up. And then I want to get put in prison and I want to first before first before that I want to take the chip and and so I can buy or sell. And then I want to vote for the next American president again because I, I'm pretty sure. Eventually, it's gonna it's gonna happen where one president actually makes an effect on the country. Of course, um, even though the United States is not in Bible prophecy anywhere, I just want to sing "God Bless America." Oh, I just love this place. And and Jesus is supposed to come for His church, but that's a bunch of hogwash because. I just don't believe that Jesus can make a rock that he can. He can he's not going to lift a rock that he can. I mean, uh, you know what I mean. Um, I, I just want to go to heaven, but I want to do it after I see the Antichrist. So sweet, sweet. Oh, Lord Christopher, um, you are my, you just, I just love this world. And I got other things to do. I got to. See Billy off in the graduation, and and I want to I want to just see the Lions, Detroit Lions, win the Super Bowl, and um I want to just go and 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 move into a ranch house in in the wilderness, and so we can grow our own food and and have a goat to drink his drink his milk, and I mean I mean seriously, folks, I'm being sarcastic. 
but I, I just don't understand why. <laughs> so, I guess you can laugh at me too if you really don't believe it, because I know I believe. It. I believe we, we got a rapture to the church like I believe I got fingers. Okay, I, I believe that the rapture of the t- church is as much as I believe that the sun's going to come up eventually tomorrow, <laughs> depending on where you live at. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay, I am sarcastic, but I believe that the rapture of the church is just as real. Uh, you can put in, you can put in on my name by faith. Phil believed that there would be a rapture of the church, and that he, many Christians will see the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. You can put me in the hall of faith. By you can put a lot of us in the hall of faith by believing that Jesus Christ is going to rescue His church by faith. Faith, folks, we have overcome the world by our faith. Greater is He that is in us. He's going to call home the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to say, "Come up here." And everybody's going to fly through the stratosphere at a split, a second divided by 12. And it's going to be so quick. And then you're going to understand that he actually made a rock that he can, he can actually lift and transmute it. Now there's some people who probably died in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a jet plane crash in, in, in Germany fighting, you know, against against the Germans and his body's never been found. Well guess what? At the at the trumpet sound his body will be found and it will be put into one body again and then it will be transformed into a new body. Jesus says, Behold I make all things new and that includes your body. And that's a good thing. I'm going to take another break and I'll be right back. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcturnan.name.
U.S. and British uh, Navy is um, amassing, well, they already have amassed. It, it just happened to be coming out in the news now. But they're masking more uh, military. It says um, that uh, they are putting um, their military, it says, uh, believe that Israel is considering preemptive strike against Iran, convert nuclear missile facility battleships, uh, aircraft carriers, mine sweepers, submarines from 25 nations are converging on a strategically important strategy of use in an unprecedented show of force as Israel and Iran move towards the brink of war. Now, we know for a fact that uh, even though Barack Obama is facing a a new political uh, uh, election coming up, we know that he uh, cares about his um, bookies. So uh, we understand that... uh, if the strait of Hormuz is blocked, then the markets will probably tumble because the markets these days are looking for uh, good news rather than bad. They can't take no more bad news. And uh, just like Gerald Salente said and and and, and Peter Sh- uh, Peter uh, Schiff and all these other guys are saying that the markets are going to collapse. Uh, Max Kaiser saying next year, but we know that the Feast of Trumpets, uh, we know that these are fall feasts. Uh, we know that it's not spring feasts, so Max Kaiser says any time now. Uh, we know Lindsey Williams is, is talking about his insiders, is talking about the dollar is going to crash by the beginning of the year. So we know the United States is not in Bible prophecy, at least at the position that it once was. So we understand that the, the United States has to be moved off the scale. So they are pre- preparing to um, take on Iran for the oil, for the opening up of the Hormuz, the Strait of Hormuz. And if the Strait of Hormuz is closed, then it's going to automatically cause the markets to tank. Um, and uh, yeah, since they believe that Israel is going to hit. Since Western leaders are convinced that Iran will retaliate to any attack by attempting to mine or blockage the shifting lane through which they're passing around 18 million barrels of oil every day. Now, 18 million um, barrels of oil every day is approximately 35% of the world's petroleum trade by sea. Now that's now that's uh, 18 million barrels a day, and Israel says this war is going to last for 30 days. That's a lot of oil. So the Strait of Hormuz is, is the world's most congested international waterways. It is only 21 miles wide, as it is narrowest point, and is bordered by the Iranian coast to the north and the United uh, Arab Emirates. To the south. So, um, and, and when people say, well, you guys are going to be disappointed if the rapture don't happen. Well, there's a lot of birth pains going on, son, and I believe that the baby's going to be hatched pretty soon. So, 
I just say hang in there, folks. Uh, try to withstand these bearer of bad news individuals. And if he's right, then we, we're going to have to suck it up and go another year. But uh, I'm thinking he, he's I'm thinking that the church is about to take it, be taken out. Uh, I believe he's at the door. Uh, and I believe that Christ is, is going to come back for his home. And um, am I going to bat my left foot? Well, I'm not. But I'm, I'm saying I'm going to be praying and reading my word and seeking the Lord's face and, and asking him for forgiveness. And um, basically, I'm going to be trying to get my kids to get it. Uh, and uh, I mean, I I I I can't just assume uh, that everybody's right because somebody, some people, sometimes want to just say, "Oh, when when I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna listen to him," and then once he be quiet, then if I can just keep the peace until after Rosh Hashanah, or if I can keep the peace, I know a lot of y'all got people like that. Uh, eventually, the stuff is gonna crack down. And people are going to go about their place of business, and then they're going to come and figure out, man, he was actually right. And, of course, they're going to be crazy, halfway crazy by then. But, you know, they'll figure out, wow, this person's right. I can't believe this, Mom. I'm having a nervous breakdown, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I know it's kind of <laughs> – I'm just saying. I mean, the husband, you know, telling the wife or the wife telling the husband, you know, uh, honey, honey buns, it's going to come a time when Jesus is going to take his church out. Yeah, yeah, honey, let me watch this football. Honey, you're disturbing me. I mean, come on, man, I missed the field goal. You know, I didn't get to see it. You know, and or you go out to dinner and, and the husband is like, honey, honey, can we just not talk about this, you know, rapture the church? But honey, you didn't listen when I was talking to you during the football game. Well, I don't want to hear it now either. I mean, I'm trying to eat. I mean, then he becomes Lone John Silver and become a missionary in the tribulation period. I mean, you can draw this stuff out. I mean, you can draw this 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 scenario out with a black black president who went against a white lady, and her husband used to be the president, and and they beat out this one dude named George Bush, and. New World Order George Bush before them, and now Bill Clinton and and, and the Bushes are buddies, and they got Bam Bamboo Buddha and <laughs> Saudi Arabia is their buddy. He is their, um, and they call him Poppy Bush. And I mean, you can draw this stuff out. You can draw some of the family scenarios. Uh, so I mean, you can draw this thing out, man. You can you could make this up. I mean. If you want to be on a movie, you are on a movie. Uh, when you get up in the morning of the rapture of the church, regardless of what happened in 2020 or 2012, uh, you were in a, you you couldn't any Hollywood movie couldn't beat this one. I mean, I'm serious, folks. We 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 about to be on a ride. If you can make it and you stay healthy, you about to you gonna be on a ride of your life. All oh, these Christians, some of you pre-trib Christians who think the rapture is going to take place. And I mean, you're going to be saying that next year and the year after next or whatever, the two years, five years, six years, 10 years from here, you corny 
Christians thinking Jesus is going to come back for the, I mean, how much more now? I mean, what do you get off at telling people, <laughs> we trying to wake us up? <laughs> I mean, you, like I said before, you were right. You, you might be right. What, what thrill is that? I mean, I, I mean, I believe that Christ is probably going to come back to those who are watching, just like he said. Maybe there is going to be two of raptures. I don't know. Maybe there is a, another time where the two witnesses are taken out and the Christians are, are are going, you know, with the two witnesses or the hundred forty four thousand. I don't know. I just say this: I, I want to. I, I don't want to know about two raptures when I can be gone in the first one. And then people crack me up when they say, "Well, the second rapture." Is at the is at the end of the tribulation period. Well, I mean, what do you want? I mean, what 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 else is supposed to happen at the end of the tribulation period? I guess we can go into the you know people can go into. I mean, if you're losing your head for the witness of Christ, that's not a rapture. That's a chopping. Your head's been been chopped off. With your head been raptured into a bucket. I mean. I'm I'm not being I guess I am kind of being I shouldn't be using with more better technique than, than what I just said right, but you know what I mean I mean well I mean where, where's where, where's the beauty I mean you die I mean it's not a rapture, so when you talk about when he comes and gets, you know one person will be in the field and another one two people will be in the field one will be taken the other one left that's in the judgment that's they, they've been taken the judgment, so how's that a rapture a rapture in the hell. That's not a rapture. <laughs> That's not a rapture. That's a rapture in the hell. I mean, what else do you? How else do you want me to put it? I don't. I don't know what else you want me to do with that one. But um, I just I, I'm I'm ha- I'm praising God that Jesus is coming back. I'm ha- I'm ha- I'm I'm loving this appearing. I'm not sitting here and just you know. Uh, you guys think you're going to go and get out of here and, uh, you know, and then you're sitting in a burning house. Why didn't you get out? You got 90 degree burns because I just wanted to tell, show my family how tough I am by going through the, the fire. Well, I'm going through the tribulation period and uh, I just want to show people how tough I am. You ain't tough. The Bible says as you run in from a bear and then you go in the house, and put your hand on the wall because you're tired, and and a scorpion come down and bite you. The Bible says that the Antichrist will frustrate the saints. That's not Christmas here, folks. That's nothing I would like to be involved with. I'll be back. Romans six twenty three says, "For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord."
So we we living in a time right now, but a lot of the preachers aren't telling their congregation that Jesus is coming back, especially in the black church. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they're not saying too much about Christ returning. But uh, I'd like to thank y'all for listening to the show today. Uh, we're going to do another show tomorrow and another show on Monday. Um, and another show on Tuesday if the Lord still wills and we're still here. And another show on Wednesday. Uh, but uh, eventually we're going to um, be here uh, for, uh, you know, another year. I'm going to be on here a lot more than I am normally. So God bless y'all. Uh, and uh, y'all have a no, y'all have a wonderful weekend. Be sure to turn tune in tomorrow for us. Bye. Good night. Enter the zone, the prophecy zone. Your end time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie, and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning in off of Blog Talk Radio and Justin TV. Good night.